What's going on, y'all? This is your boy, Lita Johnson, the host with the most so have a toast. I just had to get real, real. It's, you know, it's a pop-up, you know. We'll have the theme music and all that, but this ain't one of them sessions, man. It's a lot going on in Philadelphia sports, and I want to talk about it. Okay, first off, soon I'll do more. It's a lot going on with Villanova football. Um... It's good recruiting going on. I'm excited to see this talent with this coaching staff. I'm really excited to see this talent with this coaching staff. Getting Isaiah Wrangling, you know, getting guys like uh, Nigel uh, McSween. I mean, these was top targets. It's usually different when Villanova recruits on football. They don't get the first guy a lot of times. But last year, it started to happen. Um... I mean, the last couple of years, it's been getting better and better, right? Where they get that first offer guy they've been, but it's guys they've missed. It's guys they've missed. Real top guys. But this year, this year, everybody, when they put an offer out there, they get a guy. It's been real sharp. They get the offer, and then next thing you know, boom. Especially when they get Capri Martin and McSween. They get those two talents. That That's where we got to go with the um the, the surprising factor to get two defensive linemen. Then you get a guy like Wrangling. Like, if you want to know about him, think about Jalen Jackson explosion and, and what he can do with the ball. Like, Wrangling's and, – and, and to get that – you're talking about two running backs – you just got Isaiah Wright on the last class, and you're talking about now you're getting wrangling and looking at Villanova football. It's just real good to see um, that the people that they have, Kashawn Cox, Kyle Fay, um, Chris McCullers. I mean, they went the guys they went after. And they offered immediately. They they committed, so it was a plan to go after their top guys and build a relationship. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. The way the Villanova had it. With them winning the CAA championships, you could just see the people, the the top targets that were just ready to commit. So it's it's gonna be interesting. I don't think nobody's really looking at that real big. Looking at how quick certain guys, certain talents are committing. It's not taking a long time. It's, they're not missing out on prospects. That like they're getting those guys. Um, Villanova basketball. Let's talk about Villanova basketball. I'll get to Villanova radio is coming soon this week. But um, Villanova basketball, it's interesting because Malachi Palmer, Jacob Theoso recruiting um, guys that have visited. But, you know, you get the, the, the 2024 um, basketball recruiting class is up to speed with um, – Got Sir Muhammad and Jaleel Bethea. Now, I had thought there's another guy in 2023, Jaleel Bethea, so I thought that was an offer, but uh, I haven't really been up to speed with this guy, so I got up to speed before I made my report. I did my uh, homework, and he's right here in the city. You know, me not um, paying attention to that Archbishop Wood guy is, is a very mistake of mine, but you know, it's been so many, you know, prospects. I do, I do boxing, I do football. So I'm sorry if I miss a prospect. And that's what's the upgrade. With you know, that's the, the thing. The um, 
the great thing for those analysts out there that's just out there, you know. I'm all with me doing what the, some people say he don't go to he don't go to uh, games or he don't you know you realize I deal with so much. I did, like those analysts also don't deal with what I do. They don't do what I do. They don't go out there and do boxing and do pro and do high school. They they on one thing. So now for now, but I did my homework and him coming from Archbishop Wood when I hear that that's just a good high school program anyway. And you got this guy. I mean, Jesus, he can shoot. He can really shoot. I think that's the big thing. Then he's athletic. So that's that's a good listen. Kyle Neptune. I said recruiting is about to surge, right? It's certain guys that either Jay Wright would have had with Neptune here already had the scoop on him because he's just like Jay Wright and looking at guys and getting the those those under underrated guys and then. You know, look at Najoku, look at Brizzy, those type of guys, just just knowing who to get. Scotty Lewis and Brian Antoine, those guys didn't even have stars, but people were already at those guys, but they didn't have stars yet. Dre Rice is good at good looking at talent. And um, looking at Sir Muhammad and Jaleel Bethea, just looking at, they're both backcourt guys. You know, Muhammad's an elite. He, he can end up being a five-star. He's long, he can play defense, he can run the floor. Um, he's six five, you know. Then you're looking at Bethea. Then you're looking at the they just got Caleb Williams with the offer. They're going hard in 2024. They listen. People are saying they ain't got a um offer or what? What nobody to commit? None of their targets have committed. That's crazy for you looking for these quick commitments and thinking they matter and thinking them or not. If the targets haven't committed, then their targets haven't committed. So those three guys in 2024, that's the good thing. They got early offers. These guys haven't even got the, except for uh, Muhammad, haven't even got stars yet. And, and and my guy, shout out to Brian Ewart. That's my guy. Um, he was like, stars don't matter. They don't in a certain way. You can say, you can't just say that for Villanova. It's hard. That's a hard fastball to throw thinking that's going to be the truth. That's not the truth. If it's LaSalle, if it's if it's St. Joe's, it don't matter. But if it's Villanova, it matters. It yes, it matters. I know what he's saying there for saying star. Okay, the, the stars don't matter if you're competing against stars. If it's Villanova, because you know they're recruiting a good guy if they're looking at him, and he's gonna get his stars because he just got a UCLA offer to Leo Bethia. So I'm like, oh wow, wait, 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 UCLA. So you gotta go look at this guy. This guy is is for real and serious. And when I did, yes, he's serious. He for him to have the the jump shot and the length, you know that he has. That's dangerous. Just if you want to take all star judging aside, Sir Muhammad reminds you. Uh, I saw one comparison out there from my followers talking about Brandon Slater. That's a good comparison because he can run the floor and he has length. You know, and he's only going to get better. Like, this is, you know, this is the first year. And he's going to still develop and get better. And Jaleel Bethea is, there's going to be so many offers coming for this guy. This guy has a great potential. And Khalid Williams, same, like, it's 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 a good 2024 start. So, we're going to see that. But there's other guys that are going to be involved. Boogie, Boogie, listen, five-star Boogie Flan. He's a guy that's going to visit Villanova, and he's interested. And I'm telling you, listen, this guy's good. Jacob Thelso is from Canada. This guy's gonna get better and better. You know, Eric Bossy just 
you know, started looking at him. So he's going to get his stars, no question. Um, Malachi Palmer's getting better and better. So we'll see how that runs. Now, the Sixers. The Sixers um, said so much gets good with that. James Harden, they're working out together. So much good with that. I mean, this is, they got P.J. Tucker, they got Daniel House. Traveling Queen is not, you, you know what's good about having a guy like that? He's not dependent on to be what Daniel House is going to be dependent on, with uh, Shake Milton will be dependent on to do, with Niang will be dependent on to do. Dyboy has not been traded yet. I think still think something can happen, but he's still on the team. So Queen is just a guy. Coming in there, and he can do what he does, and it's going to help his energy, the defense, and he can hit the threes. It might not be, you talking about not efficient, but he can hit them. So he's not a guy you're going to look at to get a hand in the face. So he's very quick and explosive. I love his talent. This is a good pickup. So I'm rocking with it. I'm like, I think this is, then you look at this team. Okay, you get defensive additions before you think of anything. Queen and Springer can play D. That's always great when you can throw guys in there that have energetic defense. Now, what I say therefore is because the guys are going to get looked at. You got Maxi, you got Harden as your starters. You got Milton, and you got Melton. So those are the guys with the pressure. That's the pressure cooker right there. I don't know what's going to happen with Court Myers, but I think it's so much of a trade going to come. Because that's even though if he doesn't get traded, that's depth. You got Court Myers and you got Joe. You got Queen, who can, you know, he's your swing man. You go, you got Nyang, you got House, you got Tucker, you got Reed. You still got Bassey. What's going to happen with that? What's going to happen? Is he backing up? I mean, why not? He's, he's a backup. Let him have his energy to come off the bench and back up and be. But we'll see what happens. It's a good team right now. I'm talking about if they all get acquainted, this is a championship team. The key is what Harden you getting? If this man is calling the coach, bugging him, he's getting in shape, he's getting cool with the team, he's talking with Embiid, he's doing everything. He took the – everything you think that, oh, this, this – and then if you get the all-star in your ass, Harden, you want to see you want to see him in the playoffs. I think that's the big thing. Everything, and I understand what everybody would say to that. I really do, but progress is progress. And if you think he's doing this at the end of the season, taking pay cuts, you have to believe there's a playoff Harden coming. And then if it's if it's my thing is this, it's too deep of a team to feel like if Harden doesn't explode in the playoffs, because you still have Joel and B who can carry this team. This is not the same Harden. Couldn't you know? It's, it's not the same guy that's the running mate with Harden. It's not. This is not Chris Paul. Okay, this is not Russell Westbrook. This is a dominant Joel and one of the most dominant play top three in the league. You're talking about James can dominate. Durant can dominate. Adekumpo can dominate. MB can dominate better than Adekumpo. 
So we're talking about LeBron James and and, and, and then Kyrie Irving, another dominant. T- That's five guys we're looking at. Dominant. And B can be one, two, or three. I don't think nobody in this league. Kumpo, no. Look at Kyrie Irving, but see, we're talking about a seven-foot guy who can shoot like Kyrie, dribble like, like this is a dominant guy. He's definitely one of your top five dominant guys. It's Joel Embiid. So he can it's not, he can take over a game if it's just that looking at the playoffs, the chemistry wasn't there yet, man. And then Embiid was hurt. Let's 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 are we forgetting this? Every time we look at Embiid, is always getting beat up near the playoffs. That's the pro, That's that's the problem we we don't address like. They're going to deep run. There's always some some injury problems near the playoffs. I mean, that's got to, like, it's hard to. And it's good. NB still played at all-star level. So, once the chemistry gets in there, you got, I think this team is different. Tobias Harris, are we not forgetting? This is what we're not talking about. He's still there. He hasn't got traded. Guys that are still there, my T stock. We're t- counting this team right now. What they got? Oh my God, they are stacked. They're loaded. Tobias Harris, Tucker, and then you got Thibel with House and Nyang and Reed. Then goes the center is Bassey. Like God, it's crazy to think of how deep that team is. You got an elite defender and another a g- good defender. And house who can score and shoot threes and be explosive that'll help Dibble out with Nyang and Reed. That's two, four. Got like yo, that's that's a crazy team. Nobody's looking at. They're not even focused on this team. If you look at Milwaukee, you look at who won last year. With the defense Philadelphia has, they can play Golden State. Talk about what Harden can do. Well, they can always put guys like Milton and Milton in there that can guard a Curry. We're not saying they it's going to stop Curry, but it can definitely contain them because we've seen Curry shoot his way out of games or shoot his way to in games where he's not effective because he's missing shots. So he got 24-30, but he's missing all these shots, 30 shots. 25, 24 shots. What is he? He'll be 7 for 24. And not shooting a good percentage. That gets Curry out of games. That's the part that doesn't make him like a LeBron or Curry because he can shoot his way. You look at 30 points, but he's missed so many shots. You look at the game, they've, they've, they've lost the game. So you don't really worry about Curry with, with guys with hands in his face. And you got guys that go back on the other end. All these guys can score baskets now. So it's going to be good to see um, the Michael Foster experiment looks great. He's going to be a blue coat. There's no doubt in my mind that Foster's going to make this team. He's got so many rave reviews. Out of all the guys that they signed, all out of Amini Muhammad and um, Justin Champagny, he's got the rave reviews. I think Champagny's going to make it too, and I think, Muhammad, I think all three of them will make it. I don't think nobody's going to beat. Over, uh, I don't, th- I don't see Grant Riller and Cassius Winston playing good enough to take that slot. I mean, you look at guys, um, 
I think they make the team. I think they definitely will all end up with the blue coats. And that blue coat team is, whew, with those type of talents, if you looked at the pieces with Amanda Muhammad, he played defensive potential up and down the floor, um, quick, fast, can shoot that jumper. It's not We're not talking about efficiency. Don't, don't think of efficiency when you talk about young guys. What do you see? And you see that from him to be a player with the blue coats. To, to, he gets in the G League, my gosh. And what happens initially, um, Philip Petras said, what happens? Do they bring him to the – I think they should. What do you got – what are you losing right now? You got – are you bringing up – maybe you put him in Bassey, and I think it's good to have Bassey. If they get a uh, – is Reed backing up at center to the point where they let Nyang play, that could happen. So you put Bassey in the blue coats with Foster. Think of that. Charlie Brown Jr., all these guys grooming. With Aminu Muhammad. Um, who else comes? Because they got support. I think Pines ends up playing, and you let um, Miles Powell roll off the two-way contract part. And then he could still be a blue coat. It's not like this because he's not connected to the Sixers. He won't be the blue coat. That's a deep squad, man. Emmanuel Muhammad come off the bench. If not, that's a, I mean, blue coats are getting deeper and more talented. That's a scary to have Muhammad off the bench because you got regular G League players. And, you know, I'm interested to see what happens with this G League team. This is exciting basketball right now for G League because you get a guy that was a top five, top, top ten prospect. He's like number six. Number, or number seven in the country, Charles Bassey. You see what he did last year. You put him, If you bring Petrusev to back up, oh, that is great. I mean, it's just going to be a with, with Michael Foster, Charlie Brown Jr. Then you got Emmanuel Muhammad on the bench. It's crazy. That's really something to look at. So, um, that's big there with the Sixers. I have more down the line. Let's talk Eagles. Where we go? Where do you go with the Eagles? Where, where you go? There's so many exciting things. This happened so fast. You just got to give Howie Rosemont almost executive of the year. If the Eagles end up being the top team in the conference, he has to at least get If they're the top team in the conference, cut to the playoffs, you get you got to give Rosemont his flowers, right? You got to give him executive of the year. If you look at, it's been a lot of talk about Jordan Davis being standing out. And he keeps doing it from the combine, from college football to the combine to now it's like, wow. I mean, in college football, you saw the potential. There was so much talent on Georgia. And for him to be able to stand out like that, his role that he got, I mean, come on. He didn't realistically get that role, that many snaps it takes for a full-fledged season. And he showed it. Right? And then he goes into the combine, just like, wow. <laughs> See a guy that six six three forty move like he do. Now what he's doing in pads. 
that's scary. Fletcher Cox is a he's people are like, oh, he's a unicorn. So I just heard the the compliment for Javon Hargrave from the Eagles. He's a unicorn. Ooh, that means he's getting better right now. I mean, he's he's shown enough. And then you look at Cox. He's Fletcher Cox. If you look at his history, he always rebounds off a less than stellar season. So you got to be scared this season to see that Davis and Hargrave and Cox, here they come. And then, oh, Milton Williams. People saw how he played last year from camp to the season. He was real good. That's four guys that bring up. Milton Williams can start right now. Let me tell you that. He can start and be good. Watch out. You just look at that defensive tackle rotation. You know, A.J. Brown, he's talking a lot. Uh, Quiz Walker saying he's the fastest receiver in the league. I mean, he did run a 4-3. He can definitely talk. He can talk all he wants because he can. He was definitely ran a 4-3. And he showed a lot as a receiver. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Watkins are dangerous. And then you look at Devon Allen what he can bring. Pertain Covey. What what happens with that? Does he make the you look at Zach Pascal, Greg Ward Jr. Could Philly be looking at seven to eight receivers? Just looking at but that's gonna be a bad. I think Pertain Covey just comes on his practice squad, no doubt. And Devon Allen ends up being the return guy. I, I think that happens. Greg Ward Jr. is a good hands, and, and so is um, Zach Pascal. Shout out to him. He had the food poison. Hope he gets, he's going to get better. Um, whatever happened, we need to find out what that restaurant is. These pro players, man. Come on. We need these guys. Pascal's going to have a good season. Rager, what happens there? What happens? Like, oh, what happens, man? I think Rager, Ward Jr., and Pascal is a plus with the with the with the experience. That's six right there. Then you got Devon Allen. I think that's just it. I think that's seven that makes the team. They got enough depth that's needed that makes the team. Devon Allen's gonna be a return specialist. I think he does that. He has too much speed. And then he's been he's a guy that can really catch the ball. I think there's a lot of solid guys behind a one, two, three. It's um, I, I I made a claim talking about the cornerbacks, man. Talking about I don't know if they'll get Jesse Bates. We'll see what happens. You know, it's just a lot of time. Um, but they got Tart, and they still got Harris, and you still got. The reason why I don't think it happened because because of the Kevin Wallace experiment. Philly doesn't even have to rush right now with the position there. They have two first-round picks next year. Like, they're just not in the position to rush to get anybody right now. They still have – they got Tart. I mean, I, I wouldn't call their safety position, like, elite, but they're solid. You get Tart. You get guys like Epps and Wallace back there. And they still might – you know, I, I think um, – Andre back there could be a guy that stays and um, stays as a, as a special teams guy. But you look at the cornerbacks, man. 
I'm going to say it again. That's it's underrated. You see how many Mario Goodrich and Josh Jones, you see how many guys they got, Kerry Vincent and Tay Guy, when they're alone, there's a great, great depth. And, and everybody else, we'll see what happens, like Josiah Scott and all that. Oh, oh yeah. Um, looking at Zach McPherson and, and looking at Jimmy Middleton, like, that's big. That's huge. They're four right there with um, Bradbury and Slay. Then you, so you can sit back and see these talented guys. Like these guys are a real deal talent. It's like drafting a fourth, third, or fourth round cornerback that can start. And you looking at um, Goodrich. Goodrich could have definitely been a solid uh, day two pick, second round. Josh Job, another guy, could have been second round pick. Like these guys were good. Could have been second or third round easily, easily. And, and came in to start and be future starters. These guys are good. They not no. Then you look at Kerry Vincent and Tay Gowan. These are not no slouch guys. It's a very deep field. So when you look at the first four, with Avante Maddox, and um, Middleton and Zach McPherson with Darius Slay and James Bradbury, that's it. Just that alone, that's a good, great upgrade. But you just got guys like Job Goodrich. And, and Vincent and Gowan in the back. McCain. I mean, this is a real good. This is that. That's going to be the, the great battle in camp. Really to see what. This is the exciting battle in camp. To see this corner. This position. This is the most exciting battle in camp. The cornerback position. Because these guys are going to go at it. And these guys. You, you're not looking at these guys to make starters. So now it's just super depth. Then you're going to see Middleton and um, McPherson and Maddox all in camp battle it out. It's really something to see. Andre and Mack are two guys to look at. McCain and um, Tarasi, um, if I'm saying that last name right, he's a, a very ex- a guy they traded for. I'm sure he was weighed by the uh, coach and then picked up. Real good special team. I think another thing that's not talked about enough is the guys they will have as special teams guys. You know, Chachiri is one. Um, McCain's another that could be there. But guys like Zach McPherson and Middleton and um, Maddox are going to be good special teamers. Kevon Wallace, Marcus Epps is an elite special teamer. Sean Bradley, Davion Taylor. These guys are going to be great on special teams. I mean, people are not talking about the great special teams play that the Eagles have. Uh, A.J. Brown, looking at what him and Smith are going to do is not being looked at, along with Dallas Goddard. Just stop right there. And then what Grant Calterra could be. Let's just think about that. This guy... I think he's going to make some plays and move up and be that second guy. He's a very talented guy. He's the type of guy with the athleticism to line up as a receiver. I mean, Eagles really do have a team. They really do have a team. It's all depending on Hurts. I'm like looking at the talent. How about people can say this? And this is not being looked at enough about Hurts. 
uh, he didn't have these weapons, and he still was a successful enough to get the playoffs. You have to say, you're talking about what he can be. You, he's going to be upgraded along with his weapons because he didn't even have these weapons, and look what he did. So you have to give him that the team upgrade, and he's getting the guy he has chemistry with, A.J. Brown. You talk, people are saying, what I'm trying to say is, just listen to this. How can you say the Eagles won't be better when Hurts took them where they, he took them with the weapons they had before? Now with Brown, that you you have to look at the upgrade. That's going to be upgrade. That's at least two games without even thinking. Eleven games without even thinking. But I think it's going to be thirteen games. But just without even thinking, eleven game. AJ Brown. So I will be back. The Flyers, uh, the Phillies getting Justin Crawford was big. Let's just go to that part first. Super huge. Just look at the future of these Phillies. The Flyers, um, Cutter Gaffey. Listen, we got to just see what happens. We just need this coach to be right. And they've had talent for the last three or four years. I was saying, remember when Kovechny and Sandheim and Parole and Carter Hart and the promising future that they got guys, um, they sign good vets. So it just flies of the confusing part. See what happens. This is the confusing part. I mean, they've had talent down the line for for years. So we just got to see what happens. It has to be the the coaching. It has to be, period. So this coach has to be the guy. So I'm out, y'all. Uh, follow the leader. This is Leader Johnson. Um, I'm talking. I'm gonna talk more and more um about the Jada Williams situation. That's that's my next thing. Jada Williams, Jada Williams, Jalen Green. Is he gonna be that guy? How? What happens? Um. Jabari Smith with Jalen Green. That's unbelievable. Oh, God. That's unbelievable. Let's just talk about that. Jada Williams joins Brea Cunningham. Joins Brea Cunningham with Maya Najee. Oh, Jesus. Arizona Wildcats looks big. Adia Barnes. This is big news. Big news. Huge, huge, huge news. That, that comes next. So I'm out, y'all. This is Lita Johnson. Host the host with the most will have a toast. I'm out, y'all.